team. Molly Fletcher was incredible. She was one of the keynote speakers and I just loved her tenacity and her um, stories that she told us about her journey to becoming basically a female Jerry Maguire. <laughs> An awesome, awesome keynote. And then Ed Milet at the end of the conference was just uh, what we needed to remember that time goes by really quickly and you have to put your mind to it to make things happen for you and your family and that every family has that one person who can change the trajectory of future generations. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about a family reunion uh, from Keller Williams that just took place in Anaheim. Um, uh, and it was just before the big blizzards hit uh, Northern and Southern California. So hopefully everyone made it out okay and everyone is okay. Um, it's been just a crazy ride here. We had snow uh, in uh, like Santa Cruz Mountains, even on Mount Diablo here in the East Bay. Um, we've seen snow and, uh, and just uh, crazy wintry conditions. Um, and it's still pretty cold and raining and um, just crazy, crazy weather. So um, yeah, so we just missed that. But um, like I said in my little uh, preview video that I did, uh, about this um, family reunion, I really think it was like the perfect storm because there was so much uh, wonderful um, information that was, um, you know, shared and uh, so many connections that we could make. And I have made some incredible connections with people from all over the place, all over the United States and even Canada um and the world so i mean uh it's an incredible incredible event there were um uh, anywhere from 10,000 i've heard to some 17,000 people i'm not sure on the exact number but it was thousands of people and i have to say a big shout out to the Anaheim Convention Center for um for a beautiful smooth ride and especially the Keller Williams and, and the people who organized this event. This is a, a huge event. And of course, this is not their first rodeo, <laughs> pun intended. It's a company based in Texas. So uh, yeah. And um, you know, what was really special about this particular reunion, uh, family reunion is what they call it, is that um, it is happening in uh, this shift that we're experiencing in the marketplace. So, of course, you know, everyone's aware of the shift. It's been happening with the mortgage rates fluctuating and going on the upward trajectory, then sliding down, then kind of going up again and um, sort of, you know, changing. And uh, with that, you know, we have to say that uh, we are pivoting, adjusting, and, uh, you know, uh, driving right into the storm. <laughs> and what I mean is basically what we've been told is, you know, let's charge the storm, right? And um, uh, Gary Keller basically dubbed uh, this whole event, you know, um, charging the storm because uh, we are not afraid. We're going to go in and we're going to make the changes we need to and work hard and, you know, help one another and uh, weather the storm, you know, quite uh, literally, right? So um, with our clients, we're going to be, you know, the resources that we have, we're going to share, we're going to learn more, we're going to uh, help them get the knowledge and the information and the current status on the marketplace and the micro, you know, neighborhoods, micro 
situations, if you will, because each house, each situation is going to be different. Um, and it does depend on your uh, goal. If you're a seller and you're, if you're a buyer, of course, it does depend on your individual personal goals. And we are here to be the advisors, the consultants to help you get to the next step in your life, because that's the most important. So I got off on the tangent, but what I was meaning to say is Gary Keller dubbed this uh, Charge the Storm because it's after the buffalo. The buffalo is an animal that's a very interesting um, animal because when there's a storm, uh, these animals do not run away from the storm. Instead, they run into the heart of the storm. And in that way, when you think about it, the storm will pass sort of over them quicker, right? Than if they uh, try to run away from the storm. So, um, yeah, so this was sort of the theme and um, definitely lots of uh, sort of um, already adjusted, um, you know, uh, information that we've received uh, from uh, people who are in all sorts of different special specialties and um, just wonderful um, wealth of information and resources are really uh, at our fingertips. No wonder Keller Williams is number one. So, um, yeah. So if you work with us, you know, when you work with a Keller Williams um, realtor, you are in good hands, definitely. Uh, not to say that others aren't, um, of course they are, it depends on the person uh, also. So, <laughs> so I just wanted to say, you know, uh, look to your realtor for your information, for advice and consultations and, um, you know, talk to them because we are connected to all the different things about real estate from construction to, you know, to home improvement, to design, to marketing, uh, to all of these things and insurance and all of the things that go into, and of course, lending. Lending is a huge part of it. And right now, especially, you need someone who can connect you to a great lender who will give you options that you can go with, whether you're a buyer or, you know, and if you're a seller, you also have to have someone on your side who can review um, you know, any opportunities for offers or anything that comes in to um, assess what is the best, uh, you know, possible situation for you, what are the best conditions, the the best uh, strong offers that are offered, what would be the best for you to go with and the most um, possibility of closing actually, because that's also a really big component in all of this is uh, knowing that you can actually, um, you know, have a tra transaction that will close. So those things are all important. Um, so do stay in touch with your realtor. And if you have any questions or if you don't have anyone to work with, do reach out, uh, drop me a note at relocationgal.gmail.com and I will see, you know, how we can help, uh, whether we are the right um, partnership with you or whether or not maybe we can refer you to someone else, um, you know, in the area or outside of the area. So um, definitely um, do reach out with any questions that you may have. All right. So that's it for family reunion. Now I have a couple of other segments. I'm going to be talking about some news from Hollywood <laughs> that recently um, are, uh, you know, updating us, right? Because there was the uh, SAG Awards, and now, you know, we are getting ready for the Oscars to, um, to see who might be winning. So there are some interesting and exciting, um, you know, shows and films that are up, uh, for awards. And I was speaking about, um, several things, you know, in my prior podcasts. Um, if you're listening, you know that I like to talk about, um, the movies and screenplays and <laughs> and shows and things that I find and come across that may be interesting um, to you. So 
Yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And um, as far as the market goes, the market is still pretty much the same. Um, although we had some great news about the market. So the new report just came out from NAR Research and I saw that um, sales are up for the last uh, past two months. Uh, so the first two months of this year, sales were up in all regions of the country. So that is good news. It's a positive trajectory. And um, yeah, of course, we are always keeping an eye on this for you. So there we go. Hello, hello, hello. This is Mirella Kale, your location gal, and you're on my podcast, Fire Chat with Mirella. Welcome. I am so excited to be where I am today. Guess where I am today, you guys. I am actually in Anaheim, California, right next door to Disneyland. Yes, that Anaheim. And I am in this exciting place, which is the Anaheim Convention Center. But even more so, I just met somebody who's going to tell you something very cool. If you're a real estate person you are gonna love this so check it out i'm gonna put on right now go for it josh hi yeah this is josh with branco um so we have a new product it's called adam and it stands for automated digital agent marketing what it does is every time you take a new listing or a listing has a status change like it goes pending or just sold um, the system automatically sends you a marketing package your postcards your social media graphics your flyers your door hangers all of those graphics that you would normally use to market a listing already mocked up with your photos and listing information already merged in you can edit them if you want to but the point is that you don't have to no other system to log into you don't have to go in canva or pay someone to make your marketing graphics just go about your day as normal and you're going to get marketing graphics in your inbox wow this is so amazing you guys wait till you see the designs they're really beautiful the graphics are gorgeous you have lots of different options so uh it was really fantastic so tell me like where can they find you how can they get to you so our our product adam is uh, adam.branco.com and branco for uh your website your business cards your logos branco.com fantastic well thank you so much josh it was so nice to meet you and uh yeah so there i'm sure a lot of people are gonna reach out to you thank you all right This is Fire Chat with Marilla podcast, life and real estate tips and hacks to share with you because it's about life until it's about real estate. Grab a tea, coffee or hot chocolate and let's chat. How is the market? Hot real estate news, pro tips, interviews, insights and fan facts for balance and empowerment, including mindfulness meditation and food for thought Sundays. And do subscribe to Fire Chat with Marilla podcast on your favorite platform so you don't miss any future episodes. Thank you. And thanks for listening. So we had some great keynote speakers, of course. We had uh, Gary Keller and Jay Papazan and... Um, we had, um, Jason Abrams, I attended his, um, class on the, um, the shifting market, which was really insightful and I took lots of notes and I got to get a selfie with Jason, <laughs> which was awesome. Um, and, um, yeah, so tons of awesome stuff going on but the two highlights that i especially loved outside of the um of the speakers and um all the wonderful you know uh, things that we learned uh where um uh, there was an illustrator who uh, was actually illustrating as the speakers were speaking and um, drawing everything live as it was happening. And so um, he is super talented um, and um, I really enjoyed his watching him um, 
watching him write, um, I mean, draw all these wonderful, wonderful um, illustrations, um, basically taking notes as people were speaking. So his name, the artist's name is Wade, Wade Forbes, and he's from Red Tail Communications, I believe is the company. Um, so we can look it up and learn more about him. And also another thing that was super cool was that there was an Italian artist from Rome who brought all these incredible paintings uh, that you could actually buy right there and then. Um, and also, you know, admire basically, because I mean, it was like a huge display. It was, um, you know, it, it was like if you, you were able to go into a gallery and take a look, take a look at his paintings. So they were incredible. And I was absolutely blown away, um, by that, that, um, they secured this amazing artist. And I have to give a big shout out to Gary Keller because, at each event, it seems like uh, at these big events, either there is a band, um, you know, playing. There, there are, you know, artists that are commissioned to uh, participate in some way. And I think that's super cool. And, um, you know, coming from where, you know, my mom was uh, a painter. She, she painted. Um, it's very, very special. And I just, I just love it. I, th I think it was an amazing highlight. And just to show the, you know, the diversity, the uh, inclusiveness, and you know, just um, the amazing spectrum that a company, the global company, the largest brokerage, the largest, um, you know, real estate company in the world that they operate on this humongous spectrum and they touch lives and there's so many aspects of you know life in art uh, that depicts all the different changes that that people go through all the emotions um all the the different aspirations and um you know uh ups and downs and, and, and tornadoes and, you know, elated states of, you know, happiness. I mean, um, art cannot show that better, you know. I mean, art is is the vehicle to show all this. And so I think it's just so fantastic that, um, that um, uh, he was invited. And his name is Giovanni Latanzi. Uh, so you can go on his website. Um, it's www.giovanni, so G-I-O-V as in Victor, A-N-N -N, as in Nancy, I dash Latanzi, so L as in lollipop, A-T-T -T as in Tom, A as in Apple, N as in Nancy, Z as in zebra, I dot com. So check him out. Absolutely amazing, beautiful, beautiful art. And um, yeah, so uh, kudos, <laughs> big shout out and a thank you with a grateful heart. What an event. What a wonderful thing to be a part of. I am absolutely blown away. Thank you. So the film uh, that really surprised many and I think um, had a lot of elements that surprised people uh, about it and that was released finally in 2022 uh, as it had been postponed several times because of the pandemic mostly but also a couple other reasons I guess. Um, is Top Gun Maverick, right? The sequel to the original Top Gun that was released in 1986, starring Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, um, and originally um, Kelly McGillis and 
Meg Ryan and Anthony Edwards. Uh, and in this um, version, most uh, notably, of course, Tom Cruise, Jennifer Connelly, um, and uh, Ed Harris and uh, Miles Teller and so many wonderful other actors that were introduced in this sequel. Um, the story is, you know, it may come across, and again, this is sort of a spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet, but I, I would think that if anyone wanted to see it, they would see it by now. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about it. So um, it's streaming right now on Paramount+. Plus. Um, so if you have that, you can watch it on a smaller screen. Um, it is an experience worth having in a big theater, however, definitely. As you can probably guess, I've, I've seen it several times, quite a few. Um, it is an amazing uh, film. It's actually... Um, riveting. I mean, I have to say that the story, the screenplay itself, you know, it's simple but not simplistic. And it may seem sort of simple, especially the first time you watch it. But, and as you watch it several times, it, you know, every word is weighed carefully. Um, and there's humor, there's drama, there is a, an emotional factor that I think comes in as a surprise uh, in several uh, parts of the movie um, because I guess we don't necessarily anticipate it being, um, you know, emotional and, and sort of taking us on different directions, to different, in different directions with that. Um, definitely. And I, I talked about it when it was first released. So there is another chat on Top Gun um, that you can tune into. So I talked more about my impression, my review of the movie back then uh, when it first came out. And um, it is a great movie. It's, it's a film that... Um, I believe was was a huge undertaking uh I mean it, clearly and you know typical production with Tom Cruise in when he's involved you know there is so much of of the real thing right because he really um is a master at that he doesn't he he does employ of course special effects right um and he had um excellent people involved on this movie when it comes to that, like Joseph Koshinsky, for example, who was the director of the movie. And, um, you know, it's just um, a magnificent work of art when it comes to special effects and things like that. And it received uh, six nominations uh for um the economy awards um today there is um they're having sag awards right screen actors guild awards are tonight and they are uh, nominated for i believe ensemble uh stunts um in, in that category in sag however oscar they have six nominations um, total, and they are as follows. So Best Picture, Best Original Song, Best Visual Effects, Best Sound, Best, best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Film Editing. So, yeah, Top Gun, you know, it has um, many layers to it, definitely. The story... Um, and um, just how it's constructed and edited um, from beginning to end, um, it's just perfect. It's perfection. It's 
it's not too long it's not too short it has those elements of you know engagement where you are kind of you're really on the edge of your seat um you don't know where the story is going to go uh, it's surprising it's much more I- improved from the first version um i think uh, you know that needs to be acknowledged it's, it's <laughs> that's a tough thing to do very tough and it sort of followed you know if you if you my impression was when i was starting to watch it i thought okay so they took sort of the um you know the formula and they were following the first um script sort of in waves i just kind of saw the theme a little bit in there right of course however again it was uh, so much more improved but also modernized right and up with the times and um even anticipating the future a little bit which um is uh, a great element in this movie as well so um so many different things that and layers that um that appeared and really really blew me away i i have to say that um it surprised me in a wonderful way i i knew i would enjoy it because i loved the first one and i couldn't imagine that it would be you know bad <laughs> however and especially since tom cruise again was involved and he does not cut corners on things like that right so we know that he's going to go all out and it's going to be an amazing experience and you know kudos to him for sticking to his guns pun intended and you know releasing it on the big screen because so many movies didn't get a chance to do it or didn't you know end up doing it during the pandemic when the pandemic sort of got in the way um they you know scrapped uh some projects they didn't really get to the big screen and yeah i'm sure he was criticized uh for not doing that for for waiting right because also he was risking um the out you know the 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 jeopardy of it being outdated and its stars not being as appealing and all that stuff that comes along with that because when they film the movie the movie doesn't usually come out for a couple years right so that already is playing against them and then on top of it you put in two years so it was risky but um and at the same time he knows what to do and they they really did a great job and um went with their instincts and just hit you know hit amazingly well right with the audiences so um Yeah, I'm going to let you know what my favorite um I have many favorites, many favorite moments in this movie, but there is one in particular that I absolutely adore and I am going to tell you what that is. So stay tuned. I will let you know at the end of this Fire Chat with Mirella podcast episode. Um this is Food for Thought Sunday. And yeah, so thanks for tuning in and uh, yeah, check it out. So one of my very favorite um sequences in this movie is um spoiler alert <laughs> is when um Maverick and Rooster and up stealing the old plane F14 from the enemy airfield and they end up taking off from a basically leveled you know airstrip right that had been bombed by by uh their side right um and it's just such a uh unorthodox and you know such a mav move right just such a mav move that is super cool <laughs> because he goes against all odds right and he just makes it happen he says don't think just do and um 
Yeah, it, and it, when they meet, you know, at, at that point before this, right before this, uh, notice how, how that exchange goes. It's really, it's really awesome. So anyways, that is one of my favorites, definitely. I'm also rooting, of course, for the song. Uh, Lady Gaga did an amazing job writing this song for this uh, movie, and it is actually nominated for an Academy Award for the best song. Um, so I'm rooting for it. I think it's one of the best films, not just of the year, but probably of the decade, if not in its category. It's uh, one of the best films ever. It's just uh, impeccably done, uh, in my opinion. And it's um, it's just beautiful. Just a great, great film. For what uh what it does and uh, its success in the box uh, the box office again is it's a testimony to how great it is. So I talk about Top Gun Maverick also in another episode, uh, number one seventeen, one one seven. Uh, when it first came out, I gave you my review on that. And yes, my first impression hasn't changed. It was an amazing experience. It still is. It's a great, great film. Wonderful movie. Um, and just, I hope it reaches, you know, a lot of the awards because it definitely deserves it. And, uh, Tom Cruise, big shout out to him. He does not, um, he's not nominated personally for an award, um, you know, that's, um, that's kind of a, uh, a pity, I guess. Um, I don't know, maybe, you know, it's, it's tough to say because so many different films in so many different categories, uh, play a part in this, you know, um, that, it's tough to say, but um, I think it was impeccably done and delivered what we what it was expected to do. So I'm sure he's going to be happy with the results if um, if that's achieved, you know, in whatever shape or form. But just the recognition that it's getting around the world and the accolades are amazing. Um, I also want to say, you know, nowadays what. You know, I just, I love going to the movies, right? I actually love the experience in the movie theater. Um, and nowadays we're fortunate if we can uh, go to the movies, they have an amazing experience. In a lot of cases, you have um, highly, you know, advanced, uh, au- you know, uh, auditory experience, right? Because the, the sound is just, such quality and uh, it's amazing. I mean, it feels like like you're actually in there or out there, wherever it is, you know, and experiencing the sounds of the planes in this case, uh, taking off and, um, and you know, flying and weapons, you know, and, and people um, having all kinds of reactions. And it's, you know, it, it is a, a great experience uh, to be actually in the movie theater experiencing it and so I don't blame for Tom Cruise to, for um, withholding the movie from being released uh, just so people can have that experience, especially in this case, especially with this movie, um, with so much work and involvement that was uh, and training that was involved is, is tremendous. Um, and I invite you to read more about it if you have a chance, because it's it's truly a, a work of art in terms of collaboration um, and just a huge project and accomplishment in addition to the art form, right, to the art piece uh, that it is. It's a, it's a work of art. At the same time, there is so much that, that goes on behind the scenes. But I have to tell you with my experience now is... Um, uh, a lot of the times, even if it's a new movie and a new release or, or a relatively new release, maybe just a couple of days after the first time it's released, I've noticed, you know, people, first of all, people don't go to the movies that much. Um, even with the wonderful seats that we have in the best areas, the wonderful theaters, 
you know, with the warmed up recliners. I mean, <laughs> the theater that I love to go to, and I usually end up going there uh, to catch a matinee, which is um, very convenient and and, um, and uh, a great experience because this movie, this movie theater is actually... Um, very cool, right? And so the seats are just super comfortable and they are recliners and they even heat up. <laughs> you can heat them up and you can be reclined and and it's like a therapy session. It's really, really comfortable to be there uh, in addition to experiencing the movie. So um, yeah, so you get that. Now, I what I don't get is people getting up right after it says the end, you know, and kind of rushing to the exits. And then, of course, I guess the people running the theater, you know, turn on the lights a little bit just so people, you know, don't fall down, right? They they uh, sort of go along with, I suppose, the, you know, go with the flow. However, I mean, this is usually where the credits appear. And sometimes... You have little cameos or bloopers, you know, or even sometimes uh, an important part to wrap up the a movie may show up at the end. Um, and at the same time, people don't seem to care. and They kind of get up, they sort of glance at the screen, and then they just walk away. And not to mention the music. The music is still going, right? <laughs> so... I find it so distracting and just not cool. Um, you know, I don't really get upset about it. I always stay and, and I watch and I read the credits and I'm always blown away by the amount of effort and the, the sheer numbers of people involved and companies and, you know, individuals and, you know, uh, that were employed first of all and and just put in their effort you know which is such an incredible incredible effort and on this movie i mean there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people subcontractors actors you know and engineers and um you know graphic designers and you name it i mean uh, all all the different levels and different a variety of of um businesses that were involved is just mind blowing and so um please when you go to the movies um take into consideration that time to review that and to be grateful and appreciative of all the people that took their time to work so hard on these on uh these beautiful you know works of art that are movies um and Hopefully we continue to be able to go to the theater and experience that in the theater. Some people have quite extensively built uh, in-home movie theaters that are wonderful and beautiful and have wonderful sound. So that's a convenience that is, you know, pretty hard to beat. At the same time, still not the huge screen, right? It's not the size of a movie theater screen, which... Um, sometimes you can pull that off in the backyard and that also happens, <laughs> but, uh, but for the most part, you know, it's going to be a different experience. It's, it's not sitting with the audience of, uh, you know, hundreds of other people maybe, uh, which now seems a scary prospect sometimes, right? At the same time, we need to live our lives. So if we're, you know, traveling on planes and, uh, going to big events, you know, it's still sort of the same thing. Um, so yeah, so I would like to give a shout out to all the people that work on the movies and, and say that, you know, please, uh, give them the appreciation they, they, they deserve and, you know, take the time to read those names, even if you don't happen to know anybody's names or anybody in particular, just read them. Just read. It's interesting. You may find it interesting, interesting and engaging. So, yeah. So I would say give them a shout out. There is actually a great article about uh, Top Gun Maverick on BBC.com. And this article is entitled How Top Gun Maverick Shocked the World. And... 
This was published on November 22nd, the 30th of November, and it's by Nicholas Barber in the culture section of the website. So, um, quote, no one expected much from the Top Gun sequel, and so it's... Soaring global success came as a complete surprise. It was an emotional experience and a true one-off, says Nicholas Barber. Um, okay, so what he says here also is that... Okay, let's see. i get past these ads. I don't know how I can close this now. I'm actually looking at it right now. And, uh, yeah, okay. So, um, so they're talking about what the highest grossing films per year were since 2012 here in this article. And they're talking mostly about the Avengers, you know, uh, type, uh, like, okay, so they say you'll see two different Avengers sequels plus Captain America Civil War which is an Avengers sequel in all but name. And they also say, he also says that you'll see a, a, a Spider-Man sequel, a Transformers sequel, a couple of Star Wars sequels, and a cartoon. So, uh, well, the author also says no disrespect to any of them, however, but it's clear that cinema's biggest global hits are now science fiction, and fantasy blockbusters featuring superhuman characters and lots of flashy digital imagery. But not in 2022. And why is that? <laughs> Would you say, right? So he continues to say, this year's international box office champion was Top Gun Maverick, a Tom Cruise vehicle that featured real people in real planes, real planes, and has so far raked in almost, get ready for this, okay, 1.25 billion with a B pounds or 1.5 billion dollars worldwide. That's around 400 pounds, uh, 400 million pounds more than the runner-up Jurassic World Dominion. So woohoo! Congrats to Tom Cruise for pulling this off. Now, he goes on to say here, excuse me, uh, that nobody predicted it. Top Gun itself may also have come uh, top of the global box office in 1986. However, when the Rolling Stone magazine compiled its 100 greatest films of the 1980s this March or that March, in 2022, the Time Out compiled its 50 greatest uh, in May of 2022. It didn't appear in either roundup, he says. So many critics, he continues to say, now see it as a relic, a shiny time capsule uh, celebrating Reagan era U.S. military might, showcasing a rising star who was in his early 20s and demonstrating the ad industry stylings of its director, Tony Scott, who died in 2012. Why revive the franchise in the 21st century in a changed geopolitical world with a new director and a star in his late 50s, you might ask, right? Well, he continues to tell us that Scott's successor, Joseph Koscinski, also made 2010's Tron Legacy, another belated sequel to a 1980s hit. It did well enough, as did some other films in that category, from Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in 2008 to Ghostbusters Afterlife in 2021. But none of these was the film of the year. So, he continues, to make matters even less promising, Top Gun Maverick was postponed and postponed again. Shooting took place between 2018 and 2019, and a July 2019 release was scheduled, but additional shooting and the COVID-19 pandemic kept pushing that date back until the new Top Gun was in danger of seeming almost as dated as the 1986 one. Cruz's co-star Miles Teller, for instance, was no longer the hot property in 2022 that he had been when he auditioned years earlier. So, end of quote on that one.
So expectations weren't exactly sky high then uh, when Top Gun Maverick eventually opened, he says, in May 2022, but that may have worked for, for in its favor. Viewers were hoping for a nostalgic guilty pleasure, right? What they got was one of the best Hollywood movies in years, a film that earned a Rotten Tomatoes score of 96% from critics and 99% from audiences. So, quote, expectations weren't exactly sky high then when Top Gun Maverick eventually opened in May 2022, but that may have worked in its favor. Viewers were hoping for a nostalgic, guilty pleasure. What they got was one of the best Hollywood movies in years, a film that earned a Rotten Tomatoes score of 96% from critics and 99% from audiences. Okie doke, end of quote. This is from bbc.com in the culture section. Um, a um, article on film how top gun maverick shocked the world by nicholas barber dated november 20 30th 2022 um yeah this movie is you know the it has so many different elements in it. it really is surprisingly deep when you think about it and has some wonderful elements in it um so let's see the key to its wide appeal. Let's see what he says here. Quote, and it didn't matter if you hadn't memorized the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It didn't matter if you weren't a fan of horror movies, cartoons, or blockbusters about theme park dinosaurs. Here was a romantic comedy drama action thriller, which is another way of saying that it was simply a Hollywood movie that everyone could enjoy. To people who had stayed away from cinemas since before the pandemic, Top Gun Maverick felt like a warm welcome home. And he continues, still, it was a bittersweet feeling as, it were if, as if we were being welcomed home, but we had to leave again soon. Even while we were cheering, laughing, and crying at the film, we were aware on some level that it was a one-off. Not only was Top Gun Maverick terrifically well-made, it was based on an intellectual property that was recognizable, but not over-familiar. It boasted the movie's brightest superstar alongside another actor poignantly returning the screen in the wake of cancer treatment. And it came out just after the peak of a pandemic. How could any studio recreate a phenomenon like that? There have been articles asking what Hollywood could learn from the film's staggering success, but the answer is nothing. Top Gun Maverick won't set any trends because it isn't part of a trend. It's unique. End of quote. And I think that best describes the whole experience and what it really entails. As we are aware that, you know, the new um, blockbusters are really the... Um, Marvel and DC superhero movies and they're heavily dependent on special effects and digital um, digital creations right uh, and even Quentin Tarantino um, said or commented recently that franchise characters were now the stars and rather than the actors who played them so um, I'm sure that will play into the future of Hollywood and where the investments are poured, you know, as far as what types of movies will be available to be seen on, on the big screen. Um, and so um, there is another great, great quote here from this article um, about Top Gun, and I think it's right on point. And so I'm going to... Um, read that. Okay, so, oh, also, by the way, I know that Steven Spielberg um, really um, commanded, you know, Tom Cruise for, for doing the film and how he released and all that good stuff and said, you know, he probably in, in largely saved the whole cinematic experience because 
uh, of all the different challenges that we faced in the last few couple years because of that pandemic. Quote, the bittersweet feeling stirred up by Top Gun Maverick came from knowing that it was a supersonic blast from the past. It was the last of its kind, just as its hero was the last of his. It marked the end of an era. But as long as the film was on screen, we could tell ourselves it hadn't yet ended yet. The screenwriters put it best, quote, the future is coming and you're not in it, says Ed Harris's real Admiral Kane. Your kind is heading for extinction. Maybe so, sir, says Pete, but not today. End of quote. Of course, this is an excerpt from the incredible hit, um, Hold My Hand, from Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> the awesome sequel to the original Top Gun from 1986 that was released in 2022, and yeah, the song is nominated for an Academy Award, um, gosh, lots of luck to Lady Gaga. Kudos. Fingers crossed. I hope you get it, Lady Gaga. You surely deserve it. This has been a production of Do You Eve Media. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.